I was going to give a homily this morning about the conviction of the early apostles in their faith, of what they were willing to undergo because of their belief in the resurrection. If you don't know, there's a new movie out, Paul, that depicts the final days of St. Paul's life and the determination, the willingness to suffer for the sake of this promise, of this faith in Jesus Christ. That it's never been easy to be a Christian. That it's always come with challenge and difficulty. We have to learn how to persevere because of this great gift that we received. And then last night I got a text from my brother and it changed my homily. My brother texted me to tell me about my 19-month-old niece. They put her to bed last night. And after about 20 minutes when she was in bed, she started calling out for mom and dad. And so mom and dad started by ignoring her, but eventually she kept calling, and so they went to her room. And when they went to her room, she was standing up in her crib. And she looked at both mom and dad, put her hands together, and said, Amen. And then she went to sleep. The simplicity of faith. And because I overanalyze everything, I started thinking about this. And what does this say about our faith and the simplicity of our faith? It starts by the crying out. Just crying out for a need. She needed mom and dad. So she just cried out their name and she kept crying out their name until they would finally come. And then when they came, she was content that they were there. She needed them there. Why? Because she needed them to show her how to pray. Because they had forgot to do the night prayer with her. She remembered. And all her prayer was, because she's 19 months old, but all her prayer was was, Amen. And that was enough. The simplicity of our faith that we will renew today, like we do every year on Easter Sunday, through the renewing of our baptism promises. And what do we renew? What do we remember? What do we say, I do, to every Easter Sunday? I will ask all of you, do you believe in God, the Father, almighty creator of heaven and earth? What are we saying in that? God the Father. What is this but that cry, that need that we have? Who am I? Where am I from? Where do I come from? The Father Almighty. What do I do about the things in my life that I have no control over? How do I dress those? How do I face those in my life? And God the Creator. How do I make things new? How do I change? How do I find hope and new life when things seem dead in my life? And then, do you believe in Jesus Christ, who was born, who suffered, and who rose? Jesus, who was born. I can't do this life alone. There's no way that I can move through life on my own. I need somebody to come and be with me. And then how is Jesus with us? How do I understand, how do I face the inevitability of suffering? And then what does this suffering lead to? How can I have hope in this suffering? What will I become 
after I seemingly die in this life or in the life to come? And then finally, do you believe in the Holy Spirit? The church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, the church. How do I come to know this faith, this promise, this mystery? The church teaches us the way. Who is going to teach me the way? The communion of saints. What happens if I go astray and I get lost along the way? Forgiveness of sins. And what will I become? Like St. John says in his letter, what we will become we do not know. But what we do know is that we will be like him. Like Jesus, risen. Our faith, sometimes we overcomplicate. It's very simple. It's why the first witnesses to the resurrection are simple people. The simplest in Jewish society. Mary Magdalene, if you wanted a credible witness to something in that time and in that place, you would never choose a woman because they weren't allowed to speak in public. So why would you pick somebody who doesn't speak in public who has no credibility before anybody to spread the message, Jesus is risen. Simple. As simple as a 19-month-old prayer. The simple cry of our need. We have this need, this want, for something more. And you can label that as whatever you'd like. We all experience that need in a different way. And even non-believers cannot deny that we have that need, something crying out in us for something more. It's what moves us and impels us out of ourselves to live for something greater than ourselves. What's the answer to that need? And then, as my niece was only content with that need until her mom and dad came to her bedside, will we persevere? long enough to wait for the one who can, the only one who can satisfy that need, who can then unlock the understanding of how we live in this life. How do I fill those needs? How do I understand the way that I live with myself, with others, and with this longing for something more? And then the prayer, the simple amen. How do I come to know the way? The simple way of the Christian faith. See, the gift of Easter is that we complicate life by our sin. Sin complicates things. It breaks things up, it divides, and it makes it complicated. Love, faith, hope simplifies life. What is the message of Jesus at the resurrection? Peace be with you. Peace is the gift, the message of the risen Jesus. The simplicity of peace. When are we at peace? When the cares of the world go away. When everything is right in our life. We are content. We are at peace. When the complexity of life goes away. Our faith offers us the way to find that peace 
that simplicity in the midst of the complexity of this world, of this life. To simply go back to that childlike faith, to cry out in our need, to continue to cry out knowing that there's only one who can satisfy that need. And when he comes near, like he promises he will, then to ask him for what we need. A simple amen in prayer and in faith. Our faith is simple. Let's keep it that way. Let's try not to overcomplicate it by too many things. Because Jesus came in the resurrection to bring life, to bring peace to a broken world.